What's up, everybody, and welcome to Unmask the Podcast. We are here with Josh D. Young. Said it right, right? Yeah, All right, yeah. cool. What's up, guys? <laughs> Josh is a triathlete, which is super interesting to me because I'm terrible at swimming. That's a part of it, right? I still <laughs> find right. that funny to me. Look, I have a mean doggy paddle. <laughs> Whatever gets it done, man. There you go. I, uh, I have enough to <laughs> survive if I fall off a boat. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully not for, for very long, though. I don't <laughs> <laughs> not he, a lot of people are uh, when they're new to the sport that's their their number one i can't swim because it's the only part of the race where if you can't do it you die oh you that's know, true that's if you really stop true. on your bike you fall over if you stop running you're just standing you just if you stop when you're swimming, <laughs> swimming you're dead. You i don't know what happened i just stopped running <laughs> <laughs> that's so crazy i never thought about it that way yeah, that's, what's the first thing that you guys do in a try like what's what's first second then third uh, you wake up it's first thing cool 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 yeah. got oh. it <laughs> i'm already on a try <laughs> so, okay you get your coffee in okay okay, right. coffee okay cool in. step yeah. two and, uh, you make your movement and then you get to the start line and then cool. you'll swim Okay. Swim, bike, run. Swim, bike, run. Oh, okay. Okay, cool. And there are any distance between a full Ironman is 140.6 miles. So that's a 2.4 mile swim, 112 mile bike, and then a full marathon at the end. So uh, that's that's the hard one. That's the crazy one. And it does go further past that. Um, People do doubles, triples, quadruples of that distance. But those are the super special people. Um, Super (laughs) special. (laughs) And then the shorter distance is a 500 meter swim. Um, and a 12 mile bike. Five is there run. like a kiddie pool length of a swim? Because I could probably do that one. <laughs> there are uh, some swims that are in a pool. Okay. So if you do need to stop and stand stop up stand. or grab a lane line. Okay, uh, I was like, I may actually have problems standing. I'm so four feet away. that would be me. <laughs> right. yeah, yeah, it's a good beginner races. They did cancel that one this year. Oh, okay. Because it's inside. Yeah, it okay. was at Carmel, Carmel High School. Okay. Oh. I think because it was in a school, they yeah. went ahead. And okay, yeah, that oh, makes yeah, sense. Sure. How do you even, so how did you get into this? Yeah, good question. My dad uh, raced. So my dad, where my beautiful last name comes from, uh, Dutch, he was born and raised Mennonite, uh, okay. came to the United States when I got pregnant with me. Uh, he was a runner and a basketball player, injured himself, started swimming um, as kind of cross training. I think he was aqua jogging. Some crazy guys were like, hey, do this sport with us. And then he started biking and swimming and running. Aqua jogging, like that, like the thing, like... Like during the pool, they're just running on a treadmill. Yeah. Is that what that oh, is? Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. Well, I, no treadmill, nothing on your feet. You're just kind of doing the running motion in the deep water. Uh, okay. okay. Well, I've seen like uh, I, I've seen fighters do that for like a rehab, but they yeah. have like a little like I swear they have like a treadmill thing or something under like there. Ultra to, G kind of. Yeah, because yeah. it's easier on your knees. Oh, yeah. John yeah. Wayne Parr had a hip replacement, and he was using that mm-hmm. to to help himself like for promotion or whatever yeah. so yeah less impact i mean it, it's it's way easier so so he uh jumped in started doing it i mean triathlon's only been around for i think 1978 was the first iron man oh neat uh, so it's relatively a new sport so and then and when they did it they just did it in like super short shorts and high socks exactly yeah, nice. <laughs> yeah. so you get out of the pool and at the end of the pool is your shoes and you throw those on no there's a transition area okay so you'll take okay. <laughs> yeah that's actually a really good question the tr- so there's a transition area yeah. how long do you have between um time wise you could spend all day in there um so oh, that, okay. that is transitioning is actually part of racing how fast you can get your shoes on okay get on your bike uh, and get going. So, I feel like that would be a really helpful tool, like when I'm just in the morning. Like, how fast can you get <laughs> your shoes on? Right I don't know. <laughs> that, that's true. Um, 
Yeah, because I'm usually I'm at the point now where I'm like, okay, well, my shoes are already tied. If I slam my foot in there and uh-huh. I jump in the car, <laughs> well, our bike shoes are Velcro. Okay, uh, so they're a lot easier to get on. Oh, we thank use, the like, Lord. Laces and our run shoes. Just so okay, you know, oh, yeah. go. What what shoes do you run in then? Uh, I really like Adidas shoes. It's just really hard to find them in my big size 14. So, How, okay, geez. so I guess we should also preface it like you're a very tall human being. Yes, yep. Um, Five so, feet, 19 inches. Oh, amazing. That's so much taller than I could ever imagine to be ever. Sorry, our dog is having a shit fit about the cat and she just realized you were here. She doesn't, she no doesn't understand. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> um, so then I guess... Okay, this is going to sound stupid to compare these two, but when you're in theater, you have very fast dress moments where you have to go off stage and, like, do a quick change. Um, But we have helpers. So we have people who are, like, waiting with your shoes, waiting with your, like, you know, next outfit. Do you just do it yourself? Or do you have someone, like, okay, tie my shoes, grab me water, like a pit stop? Uh, All by yourself. Okay. So so shoes are set out in one spot next to your bike. Um, in the uniform we wear, it's it's a one piece. Um, some people have two pieces, but it stays on from okay. beginning to end. So you oh, don't God. you don't have like a golf caddy like following. No. You. <laughs> that would be awesome. <laughs> like Poor a guy. team of people. He's who in are, a like, cart. Towels. He's got your shoes. He's like, bro, <laughs> come <laughs> on. <laughs> yeah, the make bike's it, greased up. Get on. <laughs> yeah, make him run the whole thing, but don't give him the award at the end. <laughs> <laughs> he you was here the whole way. This piece of the award. Um, that's so interesting because I guess like I don't know. That, that makes sense because then you're like, I can put my own fucking shoes on. Mm-hmm. But also, you know, I don't know what kind of team it takes. Yeah, so it's definitely something you practice. So you, okay. we definitely have uh, like transition days where you'll set everything out. You'll do a bike on the trainer at home and your shoes okay. are there. You throw them on as fast as you can, jump on cool. the treadmill. Are your uh, shoes so. strapped into your bike like yeah. the ones in the – okay. Yep, yep. So they And they usually stay on the pedals. Um, yes. Some of the more advanced athletes leave them on the pedals that we can just jump on jump the bike. Jump in and cruise. Oh, neat. Okay, cool. So I was just thinking, like at home, like do you just practice like jumping out of your chair and throwing your shoes on as fast as you can? <laughs> what I get? <laughs> Top, damn it! <laughs> Mom, time me. What is right. it? <laughs> That's really interesting. That's so many things that I genuinely never would have thought yeah. of. Now, okay, then, so you go from swim, and I'm totally cheating and looking at your bottle because it's a swim and then bike and then run. Uh-huh. So does like being wet? hinder your biking at all is there any like chafing situations that Uh, would come with running that i feel like would there's definitely chafing okay it's not from being wet i mean you'd you'd get wet anyways from sweating okay um but we have we we have our we call it chamois cream cream. yeah load up in there yeah (laughs) that shit i get mine from dg's what do you use d's nuts oh nice okay i've heard of that yeah okay it's so good so i don't have balls but I really like the anti-chafe cream that, like, I use it for running. Uh-huh. Um, I don't use it in the summer as much because I think I sweat enough. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. In we the definitely, fall, it's really rough. Definitely gob it in there and uh, and make sure everything's lubed. You put it in your shoes, on your feet and stuff. Oh, too, so. hell yeah. Because we don't put socks on. Um, okay, yeah. And that I'm, makes, that would be interesting to swim with socks on, though. Yeah. <laughs> There's actually a uh, race series called the Super League where they do short, like, half triathlon back to back to back to back to back oh okay. so they'll like get off the bike run and then jump right back in the water and there was a guy who tried to do it with his shoes on because he thought he was gonna save time didn't work out <laughs> yeah that's... you lose a lot of like kicking power well, well, yeah, it's extra weight parachute and, and, yeah. yeah yeah it's the reason why swimmers typically like shave everything oh, yeah. and like because it all counts yeah. <laughs> 
All right, before we go any further, I got I got to give you guys. Oh yeah! All right, so, Josh brought us we are, something. We are straight out going Joe Rogan with this. Joe Rogan, <laughs> unshamelessly too. This is a bottle of Chugs. Oh, nice! So that beautiful man on the front of it, his name is Dan Kid. Okay. He's my best friend in the world. Oh, and he signed it. That's so fucking yeah. badass. Thank you. Neat. So I gotta that tell you guys so cool. the story about this guy. Please, this I know is you guys awesome. like hustlers, and he's he's definitely a hustler. Oh fuck yeah. Um, he during lockdown, he's got this massive bourbon collection, um, and during lockdown, he started taking his most expensive bourbons and chugging them at two o'clock. Oh. So he'd literally just grab a bottle off shelf like E. H. Taylor, you know, no big deal, sixty dollar bottle of bourbon. Two o'clock chug, do a chug, and post it on the internet. And now his likeness is on. That is the front of so the cool. That's so, so fucking cool. For him, if you guys are in, we're gonna do a chug. Oh hell yeah! And we'll get a picture while we're doing the, uh, oh, fuck the podcast. Yeah. Fuck right, yeah! Let's do this shit. So that's why I brought two, so we don't have to split germs. <laughs> you guys can share you don't want us to share my saliva. And you know the whole COVID time. All right. Oh, Lord. How how long do we have to chug this? Whatever you're comfortable oh my God, doing. It so, uh, so like a sip, because <laughs> <laughs> I uh, you want this to be produced. I do not drink very often, and uh, <laughs> we gotta get this sound in for him. Oh, Ooh. <laughs> that's, you know that's it's a so good. That sounded. Do you fantastic. want to get a picture? All right, cool. How do you want to do this? How you want to get it? All right, ready, ready, ready. Actually, let's do it. Oh uh, shit! Yeah. Doing cheers. Yeah. <laughs> So here we are, a two o'clock chug. And like unmasked podcast. Yeah. <laughs> All right, chug a lug. Nice. Woo! Give me that. Nice. That's smooth. That's pretty good. That actually wasn't bad. Like I thought I was gonna be like, <laughs> <laughs> That's so good. That's very good. Nice. Great gift. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad you guys are drinkers. So we can... Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We're not, we, yeah, we don't drink a whole lot, but when we do, it's usually like nights like this when we're just kicking back, you yeah. know. When the snow is coming down and we're like, where the fuck else? I just want to stay warm. Looking over your shoulder at the. Oh, my the Lord. If we have any uh, out of towners listening, we are from the Midwest and it is snowing like a motherfucker outside. Yeah. They warned us. They said four to. They said two to four inches. And if we we're going north, it's like six inches. But we're not. So. Lord. That's what she said. Mert. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. Fuck yeah. Oh nice. Dude, this is so awesome. Thank you so yeah, much. Yeah, this is great. Enjoy it. Thank you. So, is it coincidence that the name of the podcast? You guys have been doing it for a year now. Just uh, over. Uh, yeah. I mean, we did. Um, we did a little bit on YouTube. At the start, um, and, and now since then we've started like actually officially like having like cool audio equipment and being yeah. on Spotify and iTunes and you know wherever your podcasts are available. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, we've we've gotten a little more official, I say within the past year. Yeah, um, like I said, we had our first sponsor, um, Life Blues Coffee. Oh, yeah, and, uh, get, get we, we got some merch now too, yeah, and everything. So like we we moved up a little bit, and it's we've got more listeners too. It's great. Yeah, <laughs> I mean taking a taking a you know a part from Chug's thing, I I definitely think you're hustling a lot more. Yeah. So well, I'm learning too. It's fun. So the name Unmasked doesn't come from the, the Corona masks. No, no. <laughs> actually, weird. It's so funny because I never thought about it that way. But like I think 
the way that both of us kind of hit it off was our love of geekdom and just nerddom. Yeah. And like we have so many, you know, like we really like superheroes and comic books. We have an entire and... shelf of. So you guys are downtown during Gen Con. Oh, oh. hell yeah! Yeah. Normally well, we usually go to like she's really good at making cosplay stuff. So we usually dress up and go to Comic Con and stuff. But uh-huh. this year they or. Excuse me, last year they canceled it. It was supposed to be in April, and then they were going to move it back or whatever. And so, um, yeah, we've, we've gone, how many years have we gone together? Uh, two. Honestly, it's been, I think it was three. two, and it was supposed to be three, and then it just. Yeah, basically as soon as we got together, we're like, we're going to Comic-Con together. Oh, so, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, but um, that was another thing we wanted to do was more, we wanted to do like some Comic-Con cosplay stuff yeah. with it as well. Um, Don't worry about me. I'm just getting a spider. Sorry. Oh, that little boy. <laughs> so then, unmasked comes from the Comic Con. Yeah, our our love show. for like comic books and superhero yeah. stuff oh, and things sweet. like that was kind of the deal with that. Um, I forget how we even came up with the name, but our our friend Caleb, um, another jujitsu buddy. Um, Cox. Yeah. What? He's, He's the, the one... one that showed me the uh, locker room first time. Oh, okay. Oh. Came to well, he studio. um. He did the um, he did our logo for us. Cool. So, um, and he's he's really good at all that stuff. He works for yeah. um, uh, which race team he works for, but he's like the manager or something of that. And it's a drag race. Yeah. yeah. Not Fun, RuPaul's, funny car. Yeah, not RuPaul's. Drag. Damn it. <laughs> not anything that I actually know anything right. about. I was like, right. Damn so I it. Yeah. Too, right? <laughs> yeah, there you go. They call it untucked. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, you met yeah, him? Yeah, yeah. I used to do ballet. Uh-huh. Uh, I went to college in West Palm Beach, Florida, and there was a Five Diamond Resort, and I did ballet for him. And it was the funniest thing because he, he was there, and I don't know if his show was there or what was Was going. he in drag yet? Or no. was, okay. So I was talking to this customer, uh. like a normal person, just, you know, cutting it up with him, and his car pulls up. It was like a Bentley or something. He gets in, have a good day, tip this real well, drives off, and the manager's like, you know who that was? I was like, just, just some nice guy. He's like, no, that was RuPaul. You know who RuPaul is? So I was like, uh, no. I literally just got goosebumps. <laughs> I'm totally fan That's amazing. That's yeah. so freaking That's amazing. So cool. Cool. I had no idea. I could. I couldn't. Like, even if I saw him again, I couldn't pick him out as a guy out of the you know yeah. lineup. But That's interesting. Hannah and yeah, I once like found the drag, like found Drag Race, and basically spent the entire summer just binge watching it. And it was like one of my favorite summers because. I had no idea. Like, I have friends who do drag, but, like, oh. I had no idea this was a thing. And we found it, and we have been, like, hooked ever since. So yes. the fact that you <laughs> met him is just like, oh, yeah, I love that. That's cool. so crazy. Yay. Oh, so how crazy. did you guys meet, and how did you, when, when, where, how did you get into jiu-jitsu, mixed martial arts? Because you do it all, right? right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I started, like, eight years ago-ish. A little over eight years ago. Um, I was three and a half. Yeah, um, I had started originally because, uh, I don't know, I think I just, I used to be a fat kid in high school, so like, I got into shape, and I was like, well, I really like martial arts, and oh, punching people sounds cool, yeah. alright, neat, and I had a friend that like, had, had helped me out and taught me some things, and then like, I took a fight before I even started going to the gym, because I was training with that friend, back when like, a lot of bums used to fight, like just people that weren't any good, you know, that thought they could be in UFC. Not official bum fights. Not, not actual <laughs> bum not, not actual fights. Bum fights. <laughs> Sadly, no. I would have been better wow. off with the bum. But, um... I it, don't know. They're pretty freaking savvy. I mean... Uh, <laughs> have you been downtown? 
I mean, well, at this point, though, they were making you do blood tests and stuff, so I wasn't too worried about bums, but <laughs> but I ended up getting somebody new how to fight, so a week later, I went and found a gym and decided I was going to start training, training, and <laughs> but she started when she met me, because she'd been interested in it, and so um, my, my cousin, she was in acting with my cousin, and my cousin was like, hey, my cousin's an MMA fighter, you should totally date him and everything. <laughs> And here we are. And then, and then here we are married <laughs> with a podcast. Yeah. So, <laughs> so but, how do you even train? For, sorry, I didn't mean to totally cut you off. Go for I was it. Scared. I was just going to ask if you guys ever fight each other. Oh, fuck yeah. Oh, we spar all the time. <laughs> oh, fuck yes. We, we, we partner up a lot. Because a lot of times, you know, we're the only people our height. Uh-huh. You know? <laughs> that is true. We get partnered up a lot. And we also partner up because I always tell him, I say, uh, you know, if I don't go to practice, we spend zero time together because we're just, he's just so busy with practices. Yeah. So I was like, this is like our only date nights that we have. So please let me be your partner. Yeah, we were going to go out tonight, but I'm like, we don't have a snowplow. Yeah, so. we don't have a snowplow, <laughs> you know. But um, but yeah, so we fight each other. We cannot fight each other here at the house, though. Um, it's a lot of breakables. Because, well, it's mainly just because our uh, idiot cattle dog does not like She gets oh. really offended when we clinch bar in the in the kitchen yeah. so she will bark. i can't even dance in my own house and that's what i do for a living like Ooh. i teach dance and i can't choreograph anything here because she will snap at your feet or like she just doesn't she gets so excited so there have been a few conversations of when do we kick the dog out right exactly <laughs> so what so you just recently started jujitsu right yeah yeah so I guess rewind to when I was like 14 or 15. I hate to admit this. I was getting bullied in high school or Dude, whatever. Same. I was. I, was I think you are fat. Mellow. I was a fat goth kid. Yeah. yeah. Felt. <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah, uh, my mom, I guess there was a guy that lived down the street. My mom found him and he was like, come to my garage. I'll teach you some stuff. That usually that's doesn't sound like a right? that's, that's usually not but good. Hopefully he wasn't a priest. Yeah, so, no. You know. So so he taught me some. It was more of self-defense stuff, like wrist manipulation and and like taught me if someone's going to swing a bat at your head, you know, you do this. And, Interesting. And uh, that kind of stuff, which kind of helped. At that time in my life, I was more into, you know, not learning jujitsu. I wish I was more into sports then, but I wasn't. I Same. Yeah, so, I same. Had a little bit of that and then went to college. And one of my best friends in college, uh, Clay Phillips, he now owns Norfolk BJJ out okay. in New Jersey. Okay, um, cool. Oh, cool. Shout, shout out, out to Clay. Yeah, yeah, shout out to Clay. Shout he, out Norfolk. He was a big uh, jiu-jitsu guy in college. And, of course, we'd all get shit house and we'd go, Clay, but you can't break my ankle. Uh, oh, you know, God. Yeah. Put you in a lock. And then, yeah, so we'd always, it was always a joke of who gets the drunkest and thinks they can fight Clay for a That literally sounds yeah. like our New Year's Eve. Yeah. Like, yeah. we basically got drunk at one of our friends' house, and he's like, guys, I just got new mats. And we're like, fuck he, yeah. He rolled them out, and we had drunken <laughs> jiu-jitsu. It was, it was awesome. Terribly irresponsible. Terribly but a great time, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, it, it was controlled. It wasn't too yeah, bad. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, so that, that's, that was my knowledge of uh, BJJ up until... I guess the end of last year when there was nothing to do with COVID, like you said, what, what do you train for? Triathlons were all canceled. Yeah. We got a few races in this year, but I'd started getting fat again and was like, I need to do something. Yeah. And I've been wanting to get into jujitsu. So I Googled Indianapolis, uh, BJJ came up with Eric Borg and just showed up and was like, Hey man, can I try this out? Can I, I have no people? idea what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah. 
and Can you uh, teach me how to choke people yeah I also know how to listen to the, listening to joe rogan too i mean how oh, they talk yeah. about it and like joe yeah Diaz wants to fuck people up it's <laughs> <laughs> like here those guys listen here about. cocksucker <laughs> yeah. 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 um shameless man i love joe rogan and the way that they talked about it and, and i was like I, I gotta try it so last year was the year of trying new stuff it's also when i got certified to be a uh, triathlon coach Okay. Um, yeah, this, that's right. Time, so, so you are you you are coaching people currently, or you have a gym currently, or um, coaching. I have two clients right now. Okay. Um, two of the badass motherfuckers I've ever met. Fuck yeah, I love it. Um, Sweet. Yeah. So it, I think you have to be to do that kind of thing. No shit. Yeah. It's a lot of mental. You yeah. know, it, it's pretty tough. They're both doing full Ironmans this year. Jesus. Um, I'm gonna do one in October. Hell yeah. With Neat. one of the guys, and uh, I guess they're both doing it just the different distances, but. Um, yeah, so there's just not a lot of things to do in 2020, so I jumped into jiu-jitsu and getting that coaching certification. And, Very cool. And that's where I met you guys. I met It, it was so cool because – so in triathlon, I'm, I'm now a coach. I, I'm the president of a triathlon club here in town. They've got like 150, 160 members. Neat. Um, so we're really kind of – I think we're looked at as the bad boys of triathlon or the, the party guys. How the fuck guys. do you get that? I know, right? It's kind of weird. He's we're, like, it's uh, not because I bring bourbon everywhere. It's it not. is. It is. <laughs> <laughs> We like to have alcohol, so... So, sue us. Absolutely. So, I mean, triathlon, triathletes can be really neurotic, and it's like... I can't imagine. Yeah. I've Showing trained. up in their Priuses and being like, gosh. Yes, Priuses, Spandex, <laughs> Lycra everywhere. You tried this protein bar, guys? <laughs> yeah. This is my $16,000 car, my $10,000 bike. Absolutely. Like it, it gets really, really, like... It, it's quick that people can suck the fun out of it, so... So for us, we're Triloka. We pride ourselves on being the fun guys that we're we're sitting around afterwards with beers. It's not always legal because we're usually in state parks. But oh, oh lord, <laughs> you know, recovering with alcohol is not the best way to do it. But we we have fun with it. You know, we take ourselves seriously once it gets to the race day, yeah. and you race hard, and then you have. Well, fun. at the end of the day, it should just be about being fun. I yeah. mean, and there... pro tip: no one knows it's beer if it's in your water bottle. All right, exactly. Or else. <laughs> it's moonshine. It's right. It's so weird that you say don't recover with alcohol because the last, like, I did a half marathon um, in Geist, which is just fucking bananas, by the way, because yeah. Geist is basically the hilliest part mm-hmm. of all of Indianapolis or Indiana. And it was, my calf muscles hated me. But the last, when I went to the, like, recovery tent or, like, the party area, they were like, here's a free beer. And I was like, you just gave me chocolate milk, and now you're giving me beer. After I just ran 13.5, like, why? No, thank you. Yeah, the carbs, the carbs and beer. Yes, that's what Uh, I've heard. One or two alcoholic beverages after a race, especially beer, is okay. Okay. There's studies with the yeast and recovery and blah, blah, blah. But... I mean, we take it to kind of a new level. That's right. <laughs> but I feel like that's just you taking recovery to a new level. Yes, yeah. yes. Which is really important. Did you feel better afterwards? Right. Because if that's the case, yeah. you did the right. You, <laughs> exactly. you chose the right beverage. Yeah. And did you have fun? Is this, yeah, this. exactly. What? Uh, what is the like? How do people? I mean, I see. I know how you got into triathlon. Name triathleting. Um, <laughs> But how do, like, when people come to you, what is one of the questions that you ask them to kind of vet them? Or are you just like, vet, like, let's see where you're starting? Yeah, most people already know what they're getting themselves into. Okay. Uh, they, really? Like I said, triathletes are neurotic. It starts from the beginning. They're, oh, they're okay. research it all, or they've been to one, or they know someone who's done one. So they usually get all the information. Yeah, it's the opposite of fighting, because most people are like, I want to fight in the UFC. <laughs> 
Dude, I, I want, I want really you tap true. out. Like, <laughs> like, bro, you have no idea. Uh-huh. Like, because I, I, I imagine all that is, I mean, shit, you saying how much the amount you just have to run, like, makes my knees hurt. Yeah. Just thinking about that, let alone the biking or the swimming. And, you yeah. know what I mean? Well, like, it's similar. I mean, you don't jump into go spar one time and then do a, yeah. a, a Fiji fight or Fuji fight. Um, sign up for fights you did when you were getting yeah (laughs) you don't you uh, shouldn't yeah some people do you do the training you know you learn learn the ropes hire a coach uh meet a community you know that that's kind of what i've built tried to build the team around and and a lot of my friends um it's just you have all the resources in the world right there um and what i really enjoyed about fisher's uh bjj naptown bjj was the second I walked in, it's very similar. The second you meet the group of triathletes, like oh, yeah. everyone's like, oh, let me show you this. Let me show you that. Let me show you this. Yeah, everybody's and, super cool and yeah. like willing to help. And right. Nobody's a D-bag. Because yeah. when the tide rises, so do all the boats. Oh, yeah. Um, so yeah. For, sure, for sure. If your sparring partner's great, you're going to have a better workout than Absolutely. if they suck and, and they don't know anything. 100%. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So that's why I really, I, I enjoyed it so much and why I wanted to come talk to you guys it was just such a cool like cross training experience for me. Yeah, where I was burned out on racing and training for nothing because of COVID and jumping in. And I had the fucking time of my life doing that stuff. Hell I yeah. couldn't. I couldn't do it very long because I had to get back into you know the swing of of, of everything. And for I sure, fucked my shoulder up a little bit. Oh, over usage. Been there. I did Monday, Wednesday, Monday and Wednesday of boxing and jujitsu. And then I swam on Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday. Ooh, oh shit! So I woke up Saturday and I was like. I can't lift my fucking arm. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> so so uh, that was when I, I kind of was like, I better slow down or or something serious will happen. But it was it was the coolest. I got a question for you guys. Why the fuck is it so hot in the room? Because <laughs> I feel like Bore just likes to be like, oh, welcome to Brazil. Okay. And just pretend like we're in Brazil well, and not in Indianapolis. It, he's been shutting the door uh, lately. Oh, no. Seriously? Yes. Well, so he's been doing that he's because... He's a sociopath. But... Well, at tournaments, and I get his, I get his logic behind it because at tournaments, uh, especially like this last one, there's 300 people there, so it doesn't matter. It yeah, it's stupid hot, yeah. And you got to get used to those conditions if you're going to compete. Yeah. So like, I'm with it. I get it. You know, and, and it does make it a little bit harder if you can survive those conditions yeah, when it comes absolutely. time to compete. It just you know what I'm saying it kind of yeah. gets you prepared for what it's going to be like. So that and and when he does when people show up to comp training, you're there. To train like you're at a competition. I almost died. Comp training. Yeah, it's it's crazy, right? Uh-huh. But that's that's the idea behind it is he's trying to get your you got like you know like when out. USC fighters go to um, training oh, camp. Where when they go to like where when they used to go to Camp Big Bear when they were training in altitude, you know it was if there's UFC fights there and you're not used to the altitude and you say oh I'm going there, you know two days out and your breath's not used to it you're gonna gas out in the first. Yeah five minute round or whatever oh, yeah. you know so it makes sense you want to get acclimated to that kind of thing if you've never experienced that before we've got people that competed for the very first time today you know that didn't know what they were walking into like literally thursday he went over walking out to the mat shaking the ref's hand bowing mm-hmm. shaking your opponent's hand shaking the coach's hand afterwards all those things because people just don't know right. so it's the same idea is you know and also, it's a basement. There's no ventilation. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like you walk in the lift lab, it, at least, like, you can see sunlight from the, the above, like, <laughs> yeah, stairs. stairs yeah. But when you get into his room, it's it, there's no 
There's no windows. It's like Vegas. There's no clock. There's no uh, windows. You don't know how long you've been there. Yeah. I totally dug it because so I'm I'm really bad in hot weather training. And okay. I, or hot weather racing. Really. And I think it's because I don't get a lot of exposure. I, okay. I do a lot of riding inside, running inside on treadmills. Which okay. Isn't really. Well, six months great. out of the year, it's dark here, so right. that makes sense. Yeah. And so it was like the first time I went to a class, just doing my own warm up, like a couple push ups beforehand. I was dripping sweat and i felt no. so bad because we're like <laughs> drilling and i'm just dripping all over there's don't. there's a, there's lots of people like that so yeah. don't yeah don't feel bad well, i mean i go ahead we, we literally go into jujitsu knowing we're going to sweat yeah. in each other's mouths so <laughs> That's true. it's you know what i mean like nobody yeah. there is like gross don't touch me like uh-huh. we all touch stinky feet trying to rip each other's ankles off <laughs> and you know what i mean so like don't ever feel bad about yeah. that. <laughs> no, I, I got used to it, and I, I figured I just kept telling myself like, yeah, that, "Well, I feel like too." You spent yeah. so many years doing a standalone sport where you're yeah. racing against other people, but you're never like, never you know, you never asked to ask with somebody. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. <laughs> whereas jujitsu, you were literally like crotch to crotch, grabbing uh-huh. and touching people and stuff. And it's I've never been that close to another dude. You know? in my entire <laughs> life. And again, I fucking loved it. It was. It, not in a weird way, but because I think cool. I think your brain starts to shut that part of your brain down. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you're not focused on literally anything other than just your personal game and mm-hmm. what that person is doing to either go with your game or go against it, and how you're going to yeah. switch it up. And like I said earlier, where like if you stop swimming, you might float, you might die. If you stop biking, you're right yeah. there. Stop yeah. running. If you stop in jujitsu, you fucking you get lose. your neck snapped. Right. You yeah, right. Stars, you're. Like, you're yeah, your teammate, yeah. your opponent, whoever is going to kill you. Yeah, exactly. Essentially. So that yeah. physical component. And then it was, it was literally the one comp training I did because I'm a dumbass. I went and ran a 5K. It oh, was Lord. High. It was midsummer. I think it was August. And I was like, I'll just do 5K. I'll go to comp training. Yep. Can't be that bad. Yep. <gasps> I've done Halfway that. through, I walked out. And I was like. Dude, in the summertime, I'll run a five. Like, I usually run three to four miles before I do kickboxing and then I'll do jujitsu. Yeah. And now um, our good friend has gotten me into like lifting heavy. So then it's like that is a whole nother beast that I feel like cardio doesn't even touch. Yeah. It's such a different situation. It's such a different tire. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I totally I'm the same way where I was like, you know what I think I'll do today? Die. There you go. Bye. <laughs> Sometimes you do. Sometimes you're, you know, you're an assassin and you just you just eat through it all. Yeah. Some days I do that. Like Saturday, I'll do that, and then I'll wake up Sunday and I'll go. Today I am a child in bed. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Drinking water, laying on the couch. So your yeah. friend has a gym out in Jersey, right? Yeah. So did you grow up there, or did you grow no, up here? I'm from Richmond, Indiana. Oh, uh, okay, so okay. Straight out east, and then went to school in uh, West Palm Beach, Florida. Oh, that's where okay. I met him. Okay. Nice. And. Uh, I lasted three years because it was South Florida. And South Florida. It was a lot of fun. And, yep. Uh, I had other priorities while I was there. All right. Oh, uh, I, hey, man. Back here, so. Don't blame you. Yeah. yeah. It was a blast. And uh, yeah, I, I talked to him every now and then. Um, he certainly was stoked. I texted him. I was like, yo, dude, I'm going to try to jump into jiu-jitsu. What do you, what do you advise? And he helped me. He, he looked at uh, Eric Ford's website and, and he's like, yeah, dude, looks like a great place. So yeah. Uh, that was cool. I've, I've been wanting to get out there and check his gym out, but hell yeah, it's Very been cool. a weird year for trying to do that. Oh, yeah, trying to go anywhere outside of yeah, yeah, yeah. Outside of if you can't drive there, you're not going. Yeah, yeah. and you're lucky if the gyms are even still open. Yeah, or even whatnot. taking like new people right. because that's another thing. Is like we'll be open, but only for you know. Uh-huh. And I totally get it. You know, 
things are hopefully getting back to normal soon yeah. with the vaccination and stuff. But yeah, and I'm such a fan of Eric. I give him dude, a shout he's out. oh yeah, he's a great coach. Yeah, super cool he's dude. Awesome. I feel like he's the the typical karate movie like the awesome leader coach guy to look up to who has a dark past that something's <laughs> happened. His dark to past him. is being in a suit and tie. <laughs> he, <laughs> he is yes. He's selling him a comedy or oh, the Aeropostale. Oh yeah. god. <laughs> he is country boy Mr. Miyagi. Yeah. But he's not. Like he's country boy turned like 1980s like popped collar white suit CEO uh-huh. turned like I can't do this dream anymore. I have yeah. to do my actual yeah. dream. So so what exactly so training for a triathlon i know like for jiu-jitsu and muay thai and all that stuff there's more than just well i'm gonna go hit pads or i'm gonna go roll to get in shape for it like do you you, i mean obviously you run and bike and swim but like what else do you do on top of that Uh, other than that it's like strength training Uh, really strength training and maybe some flexibility so like yoga and then uh, functional movement Um, because we're so focused on going this way and going straight i'm making a movement with my hands forward uh-huh. uh, so we're so focused <laughs> yeah, on... i'm sorry you can't see this but my hands are going <laughs> yes. forward we're so focused on going forward and fast that we forget you know we've got to also go left and right um and right now i'm suffering from kind of a tight psoas and stepping sideways kind of hurts ish so the functional movement of it is just making sure it's a well-balanced machine you forget about the the muscles like your core needs to be super tight yeah. when you swim so your legs aren't core is important for everything it doesn't yeah. matter getting in a bed core is important yeah. <laughs> yeah. and the flexibility um of just the simple fact to be able to touch your toes uh, and that's where jujitsu helped me too was opening my hips and because it was so much fun like someone getting in guard and like my hips go this far Hardly oh, out at all. Oh, yeah. like, you can't pass just because I'm not flexible. Yeah. <laughs> Unless you're willing to tear forward. something, <laughs> right. you can't pass my yeah, guard. Yeah. <laughs> a, couple, a couple of situations got really painful, but uh, yeah, <laughs> but uh, yeah, for the most part, man, it's practicing swim, bike, run. Uh, but the funny thing is, like, you think about training, and I always like to talk about the Rocky montage where you know he's preparing for the fight, he's fucking going balls to the wall, and you know, going cra- super crazy. Uh, with endurance sports, you really need to build that aerobic base. Oh, yeah. Um, so as a coach, a lot of my job is to not push an athlete to, you know, go to the limit, go as hard as you can, is to pull them back. Because uh, building the aerobic base means, like, today I did my long run, which was an hour, and it literally ran at a 9.30 pace. Okay. Which for some people sounds like a great pace, but for what I can do on my top end is – pretty slow well yeah as, as someone who doesn't fast. run i can do that so <laughs> i mean i definitely think like your hour run versus your like three, 5k run are vastly different uh times yeah. and paces but yeah i mean for an hour I, i'm like okay that makes sense yeah so then i have a question because i love running it's definitely something that i just i love doing i got to take my i get to take my dog with me like it's so much fun but I always have a lot of questions because mm-hmm. it's still new and everyone has an idea of what it's supposed to be. Yeah. For me, I was wondering, well, how do you train on a treadmill versus outside? Because they're two very different runs, but also you're doing the exact same yeah. motion. Uh, the treadmill is kind of cheating. Um, yes, because your time on treadmill is significant. Yeah, the ground is moving. Uh, your best bet to make it more like the road is to put it to a, a one to a two incline. Oh, okay. Uh, because the treadmill is actually not always completely flat, so putting it up a little bit will okay. make it more road-like. Um, 
it's really hard to actually they're not that much different that you need to really worry about it okay running when it's cold out running inside is better than not running at all because i feel like i can keep a seven minute pace on the treadmill significantly longer than i can if i'm Mm -hmm. outside whereas i train outside and i'm like why am i at 11 minutes like i'm just pissed that again is because if you stop on the treadmill you're flying off the back okay if you stop or slow down outside okay you know, to, to slow down the treadmill you have to physically move your hand hit the button uh, and that whole process in your head is like okay you know it's happening if you slow down outside you don't necessarily right. know yeah it's, like it's a lot easier to, to slow down or to take do the you, pace off do you count your steps or do you like feel a rhythm or do you know how, do you have a watch that you kind of keep your pace with or? yeah so my watch keeps my steps per minute and the optimal steps per minute is 90 or 180 however you count them um that's if you really nerd out and you you talk about like the optimal oh no please do because that's my whole game like i love learning about that so um i just learned about a new guy in a new study steve mcgregor um acc automatic cognitive correction so again if you run slow your body is going to naturally, it's kind of an evolutionary trait. You're naturally going to get into your perfect running form because uh, if you think back to like cavemen, those guys are running nonstop. They're always going, you know, they've got to chase down their food. Um, They didn't have someone like looking at their elbows, looking at their knees, looking at their foot position. They didn't have uh, hoka shoes, which are cushion, blah, blah, blah. So they're running perfect, but they don't know it. Because it's just, it's a natural It's thing. just natural. Okay. So the benefits of running slow are so huge, not just to build your aerobic capacity, but to get into that natural running form. And uh, there's a great book, The Iron War. It's about Dave Scott. And um, I can't think of his name right now. I'm going to get a lot of shit for this. Yeah. Mark Allen. Gonna, Dave Scott and Mark Allen. <laughs> um, if any of my friends listen to it, I'll get pretty pissed. Took you a couple seconds to think about it's that. It's a lot of distraction. Our dog keeps like doing stupid shit. So I dare you have a brain away. fart. <laughs> so these two guys were like the first badass triathletes. And they had this epic battle where they raced each other for I think it was like seven years. The one guy always won. So the other guy was finally making up time on him. Uh, Dave Scott had the perfect running form textbook running for like look exactly like he should and mark allen looked like a like an octopus out of water trying to keep up with this super stud athlete so they studied like how are they keeping the same pace but one guy is textbook one guy is not um it's because there's not they deduced it so there's not a like a textbook running running form everyone's different i mean you've heard the phrase we're all snowflakes everyone's (laughs) body is different i'm a snowflake (laughs) especially in 2021 Right. <laughs> <laughs> but uh so it i mean it's hard to say like you're doing anything wrong when you're running okay i think it's more wrong to be like oh well, this arm is doing this weird thing i need to pin it here and have it here i think that's wrong whatever's comfortable whatever you're you're able to produce speed or yeah, endurance yeah. And, and moving forward is probably what's right i think there's a testament to that too like when you watch people race i mean one day i was watching this dude in the park and his arms were like tina belcher where they were like almost just at his side and i was like good for you to conserve energy like that sir but then (laughs) i'm also like like i really appreciate the idea of of going slower at first and then eventually building Mm -hmm. your your speed your stamina because i think that so many people get caught up in the distance 
idea of stuff. Whereas like, how far am I going? How far did I go today? And I've been learning a lot from the Nike Run app and they have a mindfulness running app that I really like. And there's like two coaches on there who kind of talk you through um, the mindset of an athlete and stuff like that. And they definitely talk about you know, this day may be this and this day, you know, you may not get as far, but you're still getting out there. And, um, but yeah, I like, I like that idea. I'll have to look at that. Um, do you run fartlex at all? Uh, when it comes to building speed. Okay. So there's a lot of periodization that goes into training schedules. So like right now I'm in a base building where I want to build my aerobic base. Okay. Endurance base really big so that I can go the distance. Once I get closer to my A race, which is in May May fifteenth, um, as I get closer, you, you simulate the race closer. So I'll eventually okay. start building in like fartleks of a race pace. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah, people call them all sorts of different. Yeah, they call them different things. I just like calling them fartleks because I get to say fart. Yeah, <laughs> I, I was, something that sounds like so, legs, so from somebody up. who doesn't do those kinds of things. I'm like, what the fuck is a fartlek? Yo, why, let me tell I, you what. Why am I laughing? Basically, yeah. intervals at a okay. yeah interval training. Strange, different yeah. kind of way. Okay. Well, then that brings me to my next question, which is like, so do you like doing? those because they are geared towards running or do you like doing like a hit workout where it's like high intensity interval training where it doesn't really have a lot to do with running per se but just building that stamina in general we say hit like cross work yeah like a like a crossfit crossfit kind of thing thing. um i like doing those at the right time okay Uh, so it would probably be at the end of a season um, oh okay also because i want to prevent injury okay um I, I tried CrossFit, CrossFit a few times in my lower back because it's no. so wrong. So <laughs> you have to go to the right place because some of the movements they do are a little bit yeah. wishy-washy. Yeah. Depends on where you go. Some people, could, they tell you the right things to do. Mm-hmm. Um, so you probably eat like a thousand carbs a day when you're doing that, right? I do. I do. Carbs are not the enemy. A yeah. lot of people I, think they thank are. Thank you. I love carbs yeah. so much. Carbs are great. The, right, the right carbs are important. Yeah. Um, you know, the complex carbs. And it's also, you got to kind of, carb loading is a weird myth. I'm sure you, yeah. you guys watch The Office. I have watched I up until, okay, it, but... I watched up until um, um, Scott, uh, Michael proposed to the woman and then okay. I stopped because it got way too mushy and I was like, <laughs> this is not what I signed up for. I signed up for comedy yeah. and comedy only and I'm slightly invested in Jim and Pam and I've got to stop it. Do you remember the episode where they did the 5K? Yes. And he's carb loading. Yes. yes. And he's like immediately before the race, he's eating oh, this big bowl of pasta. It's like spaghetti or Alfredo. something. Alfredo. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he's puking. Like, Is that the same the... episode where they ran past the um, speedometer one? or the speed No, it's, okay. it's different. I'm, okay. I'm a super <laughs> office nerd. But... Okay. <laughs> well, don't you, you eat for the next day, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, and it's funny. People are like, carb load. Let's eat as much pasta as we can the night before. But your body's only going to store x amount of carbs so like we call it athletes plates um it's where if you have a circle plate and it's in a pie uh the night before a hard workout half the plate is carbs okay Um, the night before say it's an easier day or recovery day a quarter of the plate is carbs um so it's it's more like carb periodization 
Uh, but they're not the enemy. A lot of people are like, oh, I'm going to get super fat if I eat carbs. And yeah. Well, because everybody's doing keto now. We were literally yeah. just talking about this. Like, my my mother, who doesn't listen to this podcast, thank you, Jesus. <laughs> she doesn't um, understand technology. She would never. <laughs> um, she is very anti-bread and, like, basically fat-shaming both myself and my daughter, which is just a whole other story in and of itself. Uh, but she just is very much like, you shouldn't eat bread. And I'm like, well... No, because, you know, there's, first of all, if you like something, do it, but do it in moderation and do it in an an educated way, I think. I really like the idea of an athlete's plate because it becomes a lot more simplified than counting specific numbers and stuff like that. I think even in the age that we're in of Google and how you can figure shit out, like the athletes, you could probably Google how to eat. Yeah. You know what I mean? For any of those things, you can Google and she's kind of stuck in the the mentality of like the 70s and 80s when they said don't eat this or what was it cholesterol's bad like eggs you i know? mean i think too like <laughs> so you many have to eggs understand, you, know? you know when the when the whole like big dairy came out and we're yeah like, it was different, milk, different. Yeah. drink milk or you know sugar was Fats the enemy bad. And, yeah, or sugar fat is the enemy, the enemy yeah. and sugar is good it was just it's i mean science has come very far and yeah we still have a ways to go, but it's it's all about the right balance. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, if you're only eating bread, that's probably bad. It's not great. That, but yeah. <laughs> I mean, define bad because I love bread. <laughs> as long as you're getting protein and some vegetables yeah. into, you're fine. Whole so those all that sourdough that everyone is making yeah. at while they're in quarantine, <laughs> fill it with something. Whole Foods has pizza in their deli, and it oh, is, dude, is so the good. thickest crust. Oh it's shit, so that good. shit is so it's good. so fucking good. I had two slices last week. Yeah. Like back to back, <laughs> you get a whole pizza. And it's only like twenty bucks. Yes, yeah. and, and it's, it's good huge. shit. Yeah. It's good pizza. It's huge pizza. I did a year of vegan. Okay, they, they make a, a vegan. They do. Pizza there, we which eat it was, often. Yeah, yeah. It, it's well, just as good as it's the regular. So well, good. Recently, because usually they do like the vegan cheese on their uh-huh. pizza. You know, well, recently the past few times I've been in there, they go, "It's vegan," and they just didn't have cheese on it. And I was like, "You guys are cheating." <laughs> <laughs> Give it's me the vegan shit. cheese, you fucks. <laughs> That's what I'm paying for. I want the cheese. So what made you go vegan for a year? Um, mostly there was this guy I trained with, and he was super cut, okay. and uh, he was a pretty good athlete. Was um, it actually Brandon? Yes. <laughs> well, I'm vegetarian, but I was I did a vegan thing for yeah. like five years. Yeah. Yeah? Really? Yeah. Wow. And well, he he just kept talking about like that one percent. You recover one percent better as a vegan or more. And I was like, I'll give it a shot. I'll find out. Yeah, I mean, I think it's. I think everybody's a little bit different, you yeah. know, because some people can't do vegetarian or vegan, and yeah. they, they just fucking die. I excelled for about five months. I plateaued for two, plateaued for two, and then I fucking crashed. Oh, like, yeah. I lost a ton of weight. I was racing really fast. And then it was just like I hit this wall. Yeah. And I was like, what's wrong? I was calorie deficient for a very long time. That's so yeah, good. I uh, think the problem is, too, because a lot of people take those diets and they don't they do not do them right. Yeah. Because um, I, I, I researched and did yeah. some things, you know, because most people go, well, I'm going vegan. So then they it's like, so I ate spinach today. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Or you know what I mean? Or they go, I had spinach and Oreos because Oreos are vegan. I mean, it's can you stop coming milk. at me like that, bro? Like, <laughs> but, but calm down. I'm not, I'm not, 
shouting anybody out. But no, a lot of people, a lot of people, they, they just think, "Well, I'm eating healthy because it's vegan." Yeah. And the, Teddy Grands and Oreos are vegan. You can still eat fried Twinkies and stuff Even like the, that. The processed shit, like corn, corn with a Q. Uh, I was eating a lot of that. Yeah. So it was tasty. And I was like, "It's vegan. I'm yeah. doing a really good job." But it's it's so processed. It's just it's, all. Yeah, fake, it's not. If you're gonna do it, you got to do like tofu. Mm-hmm. You got to do beans. And you have to supplement the fuck up with like B12 yeah. and stuff. I mean, you should do B12 anyways, yeah. I think. I think that's interesting because I definitely feel like, um, sorry, my watch just said I, I need to charge it. Um, that like we started adding in eggs and I definitely feel like that has brought us to a whole new level. Yeah. So I say I don't kill anything cute, but then my daughter looked up a picture of Mahi Mahi, which is something I put in my diet. I'm like, oh, they're so beautiful. I can't eat this anymore. But you know, it's just you know, I I don't know. I really like where we are, but like if it doesn't work for you, it doesn't work for you. Yeah, you know? for sure. So. so I'm a big believer now in the blood type diet. Interesting. Um I might what is your wrong. blood type? I believe it's A positive okay something and so basically it said um pretty much vegan plus birds interesting yeah so here in the park just like eating pigeons (laughs) 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 Uh, but no so now it's a lot of chicken uh i think turkey's disgusting there's only one time a year it's literally the most bland why is that like america's homage they're like hey We've got America. Let's eat turkey. turkey. We almost had it as our as our whole country's bird, but we yeah, shot that down really fast. We uh, we did like a uh, what year did we do the vegan roast? It was it was fine. A couple it years was ago. just like here's a salt okay. block that tastes. That yeah, like you want to put gravy on it? You won't put gravy you on it. You want to try that? <laughs> I've never heard of the um, blood type diet. Yeah, yeah, it's it's super interesting, and it's fun because my it's my fiance Jelly. This is the one. It's her name's Angelica. She goes by Jelly. I okay. definitely was gonna. How was, I was gonna ask about that? I was like, that. bro, jam. Nah, yeah. <laughs> I get jam all the time or peanut butter. Oh, uh, peanut. That's oh, really fuck. cute, though. Yeah. So she introduced me to that diet. Her mom or her aunt is a homeopathic doctor up in Chicago. Okay. Okay. Cool. So a big believer in it. it. Was one who kind of gave us all the information. She drew my blood work and like kind of directed us in that right way. Um, but she is O positive, I believe, or O one of the O's. And she Uh-oh. strives on red meat. Okay. It, it was weird because, like, if I eat too much red meat, I start feeling sluggish. If she eats too many birds, she starts feeling sluggish. So, like, we've got to find that perfect median or we just eat different stuff. Um, huh. But it, it, it is weird because, like, we found that out after we experimented with eating different foods. That's and then neat. we were like, oh, light bulb. That makes yeah, sense. I get that's that. That's really cool. So, so yeah. I wonder what it is. What is your blood type? I, fuck, I don't know. <laughs> You can get a blood type test at like yeah. CVS for like 15 oh, yeah. bucks. I was like, I'm O oh, okay. negative. I already know yeah. that. I have, I honestly don't know. So it's probably yeah. something I could look into. Yeah, I didn't know until we started Hendrick. looking at it. I know um, a lot of the things for me, I've done pretty well on eating whatever. Yeah. Because I've had pretty heavy meat diets before. Uh-huh. Um, I, I, I what said, do you think about this carnivore diet that's so popular? You know... There's a lot of scientists that say it's bullshit, 
and they're like, oh, but you're just eating meat. You got to have greens and stuff like that. I'm a firm believer in greens. I think personally, I don't think everybody needs to be a vegetarian or vegan because if they do that, there's going to be a hundred million. We're going to get overrun. Yeah. You know, <laughs> and and a lot of them die gruesome deaths anyways. Like if you listen to Joe Rogan, always like they're like cows are like they're going to get killed by other shit. Yeah. And it's going to be worse than what we do. At least yeah. we're, you know, they don't I, I die just, of old age. Yeah. Don't die none of, of them do. I just think I think we just over farm and, and over. Produce. Yeah. I think the reason why factory farming is so big is because people eat shit a lot. But uh, so for me, and you know, I think the carnivore diet. Like, if you go to Fogo to Show and want to pound down, you know, <laughs> get your shit. your was it fifty bucks and you can all you can eat meat or yeah. whatever. You know, oh, that's disgusting. some people swear up and down that that you know apparently it's a new thing and it's doing well for a lot of people. And again, I think it's who are you? Right. What's your body? You know, I said I metabolize stuff pretty well, and you know, caffeine. I burn it up quick. Yeah. You know, when I when I take medication and stuff, you know, ibuprofen and things like that, I have to take like double and triple because right. I burn oh it up God. so quick. It's crazy. Wow. It's insane. When he got his shoulder put back in, they basically had to give him the equivalent of a horse tranquilizer. Yeah, because it wasn't, like, it wasn't put me out. Up. You know, so like it's just the same way with food. Um, I mean, I don't necessarily metabolize. Like it, it turns into fat pretty quick, you know, because yeah. I'm Irish. Yeah. But... <laughs> But but I think for me I can eat pretty much whatever I want to, which yeah. is why I'm like why I like eating way yeah. tofu and eggs. Well, you, and stuff. you guys are also always also burning calories twenty four seven. As are you, I'm sure. Yeah. yeah. Today was an easy day for me. I went to the chiropractor and I lifted weights and did some yoga. That was it. Yeah. You know, so <laughs> yeah. I kind of took it easy on myself. I've been on an off week or a recovery week this week, which is sixty percent of the volume okay and it's just like it's such a nice break so you actually measure all that out then like how you're gonna recover and everything yeah so there's software uh it's crazy everything reads everything this ring even this is one of those aura rings oh Oh, neat so it's got the heart rate i've looked into those because uh roxanne modifier usc fighter she i think she it's either that one or something like that yeah um, there's a whoop there's a strap yeah I've looked into the whoop which strap which is Joe Rogan posted yeah, yeah but I, I don't know it. what's the best you know but I because yeah. I had a watch um, one time Apple watch you're welcome well <laughs> so if it's not tight enough though it's not reading your heart rate right that is true and, and, and it definitely fluctuates because if I wake up in the morning I will need to like tighten it or loosen it or if I work out I have to tighten it yeah because I've because I, I saw the whoop strap and they apparently have like a bicep sleeve you can put on so uh-huh. I'm thinking because I know when I had a Fitbit, I won it at a, at a work function, and it wasn't great. It was just a cheap one. Yeah. But I would wear it in kickboxing or something because I could put it under my gloves. It was no big deal. But in jiu-jitsu, I couldn't wear it. Yeah. You know, I had to just guess my my cork and yeah. all that stuff. It was really just a reader of saying, hey, you did this many steps today. Yeah. I'm glad I didn't pay for the son of a bitch, you know. Yeah. But, like, does the ring do pretty well? Uh, so I just got it. Tonight will be my third night where. Oh no uh, shit! So I mostly wanted it for tracking my sleep. Okay. Uh, when we. That's something I'm interested in is yeah. my sleep because I know I don't sleep well. Yeah, sleep is so huge. Fuck, dude. Cool. Yeah, it is. But uh, when we train, we wear heart rate monitor on our, on our chest, the chest strap, okay. which I always wanted to wear during jujitsu just to see like yeah. where my heart rate got to. Um, and that's where you really your aerobic zone is rule of thumb, 180 minus your age. That's your max heart rate. Um, we can get into that later if you want some yes some running running information yeah (laughs) okay Um, but yeah so so I got this aura ring because Jelly and I are getting married this summer 
and uh, I needed a Congratulations. Thank you. Congrats. Yeah, that's excited. awesome. That's She's so cool. Coolest person I've ever met in my life. Yay! Great. Oh. Oh. So, real excited about that. But, uh, she so could have came. You know, yeah, yeah. Uh, she's at the climb gym right now. She's really oh climbing. fuck oh. yeah, dude. That's yeah. he has uh, not been and it is so up is at climb time. Epic on the southwest. Side. Yeah, oh, okay, yeah. cool, oh, dude. It's so fucking fun. Yeah, dude. we can all go sometime. There's one. Fuck yes. There's one getting built downtown. Yep, massive. They, they follow me on Instagram. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Dude, that's it awesome. is so much fun. Uh, that makes yeah. my heart super happy. All right, yeah. continue. Sorry. So her, her goal is to go pro and climbing. And, Hell yeah. You know, it's, it's super cool. Did oh, she watch, um, was it Free Solo? Free Solo. Free Solo? Yeah. Christ. <sighs> okay, I feel like that guy has a part of, like a beautiful brain that does not function the way my brain yeah. is able to function. No, he doesn't is, feel fear. No! <laughs> yeah, None. and his girlfriend I kind of felt bad for because she's just like... <laughs> I felt like she just wanted to be like a housewife and just be like, uh-huh. ah, I, we want this fridge. This yeah. fridge looks good. You know, and he's just like, I don't give a shit. I'm working out in my van, you know? I think, though, if you're going to be the, you know, the significant other of anyone who is as dedicated to a craft as they are, exactly. You you go into it and you accept and you understand and you become, you have to be a very independent person yeah. to understand that. I think the yeah. I'm very life. lucky that I found Sarah because she <laughs> understands that I'm a fucking psychopath when it comes to training and stuff like that. Yeah, and she kind of was too because she was a runner when I met her, so she kind of understood the idea of I have to go to the gym or I will kill someone. Oh yeah, it's so <laughs> important. It's it's a common thing. It's called the uh, Iron Widow. Oh. So Iron Man is the long distance race, the 140.6 miles, and Iron Widow is the wife. Who was married to the guy who's training oh. for the Iron Man? Who, because of his training, she divorces us. So, oh, that's so oh, sad. Shit. Yeah, it's it, it's sadly like a very rampant issue. Yeah, oh, well, especially rampant. too, like you know, because like we, we met each other knowing we were nuts. Yeah. So whenever, so it it you know it wasn't like you became this thing. It's like. Well, I already knew you were going to the gym six, seven days a week. So I kind of, I kind of knew that at the beginning, at least, you know, which is good. I've heard stories of like people that there's somebody I worked with who, uh, they were very out of shape. They got married. They got bit by the fitness bug and Uh, then their significant other left them because they looked completely different five years later and used like, this isn't the person I married. Yeah. Wow. That's it's, wild. It's interesting. Yeah. So, so back to your fitness ring. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Don't worry. Sorry. So, uh, how, how much was that? Because I. Uh, so the reason I picked this over the Whoop Strap, the Whoop Strap's thirty dollars a month, mm. which I fucking hate the subscription. Society. Yeah, that's that's what kind of turned me away from it. Because if I can't pay it off, it's like you will always be right, paying. Right. Right. And then if I decide not to wear it and I forget about it, it's in the drawer, and then I get. Anyway, so this was three three hundred dollars. Okay. And then that's and it. And you're at, and you, you download die. the app. Uh, it rolls. It tells you how much you slept, how much was REM, how much uh, was deep sleep versus light sleep. Neat. Yeah. So it, it's yeah. bad. The past few nights, I like I wake up immediately in the morning, pull my phone out, like, <laughs> how did well, you? How did what you? happened? What happened at three o'clock? I to was be, awake. What's to going be on? Fair. We all. Do, I mean, I feel like everybody does that. And I do because I have forty hundred notifications. Yeah, yeah. Gmail from from. Next door app telling mm-hmm. me something that I've got Instagram and you know certain yeah. things like that. So it's it's kind of a you definitely fall into it. Yeah. But like, so what do you do recovery wise then? Uh, you said sixty percent of, of of you just go lighter. What do you do to so yeah, yoga? Yeah, yeah. So like volume comes down, um, intensity comes down. So you 
60% of volume. So my long last week, my long run was two hours. My long ride was three hours. So 60% of that this week. I don't know if that math is correct, but I ran an hour today. I'll ride an hour and a half tomorrow. Okay. Um, just to dial it down. And basically I want to get up to before the full Ironman, um, a little bit over 112 miles on the bike and then a little bit over 26.2 miles running. Okay. And those will be separate days, usually Saturday, Sunday. Um, just because I have a life and I need to do other things. Huh? Hold on. Just me running and This podcast is over. Yeah. So, I mean, it gets, it gets pretty tedious trying to schedule everything and, and get all that stuff in. Um, some days I will break down runs. If I have a super long run, it'll be like two hours in the morning, two hours in the evening, or hour in the morning, three hours in the evening. Like I don't handle getting up early to do shit. I've finally gotten into it because I'm engaged and we are in bed at 8 o'clock every night. Oh, wow. Shit, I'm so jealous. Bro, that's the best. Awesome. Bro, the best. I am jammed that jelly. Like, that's, that's so cool. <laughs> yeah. Man, I, I wish, because, like, classes usually depends. Like, our early classes, which would be nap town, if we leave it. Yeah. If we roll for a couple rounds, we get out at 7.30. We get home. We got to shower. I have to eat uh-huh. dinner still. Yep. It's 9.30, and that's early. Yeah. You don't want to go to bed right 10. after you eat, because... Everything's still processing. Well, you know, and, and and I oh, I usually do within 15, 20 minutes or so. I try yeah. to do yoga at the end of the night or something. Uh-huh. But like if I'm like more tight nights, class starts at seven. And then if we stay to spar afterwards, oh, yeah. which class is seven to eight, nine. and sparring is between eight and nine sometimes. Yeah. So you're in bed when I'm training still. <laughs> That's crazy. I will think about you at eight o'clock. My, my biggest thing about training in the morning is because my job sometimes tells me we got to work overtime. And it's early. So it's like, normally I get up about six and go straight to work. Yeah. But if I have to go in overtime, I have to get up at four. And it's like, I'm not getting up earlier than no. that. Yeah. What you know, is your, that's rough. What yeah. is your like mental uh, state when you're getting up? Like, do you have a, so the reason I ask is because I definitely have started to try and get up in the morning. And my basically inner monologue is, Bitch, you're not even any tired, more tired than you would be if you got up an hour later. So it really takes a, a fierce inner monologue to kind of get myself going. What kind of was your inner monologue that yeah, you so, had, if any? Yeah, the, the, this morning working out is pretty new to me. Okay. Because we just got engaged. Okay. Uh, I guess it's been a year. Is she a, a morning months. person? Like she morning she actually kickstarted it. Yeah. Okay. Oh, all right. I love that. Her, so I've jelly. got a very flexible work schedule. I'm an outside sales rep, um, so I can kind of set my own hours. Okay. Um, oh, there okay. are some demands that I need to be places at certain times, but um, it's pretty flexible. So her starting to say, like, I want to get up and do my cardio in the morning and then climb at night. I'm like, oh, God damn it. I don't want to And um, I'm a huge proponent of sleep. And also, yes. if I don't get enough sleep, I get sick really quick yes so it's yeah it's yeah so it's vital i'm like whatever time we're waking up i'm gonna be in bed and trying to sleep nine hours before that because you know it takes about 27 minutes to fall asleep and then whatever happens there you've got like the science yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's listening it takes to 27 minutes. He has many sleep people on there. It takes 27 minutes to wind down, really. Uh, yes. The average person, once you close your eyes, takes an average of seven minutes to fall asleep. Okay. But that's after. And then, like, REM down. is. Do you have okay. a, like, where you put your phone down? Because I've been trying really hard to put my phone down an hour before, but it's been yeah. very hard. So, uh, we usually are watching. We don't have a television in our house. Uh, okay. But we have a. a um, 
tablets. Okay. okay. Amazon Fire. Yep. Or whatever. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And so that's why we watch so much Office because we watch that to go to sleep. <laughs> okay, and I love that. That's fine. So literally, I'm looking. Michael at, Scott is very soothing. He's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> he's uh, he, yeah. We're looking at screens right up until we fall asleep. So okay. Like this whole. I think we're evolving into the blue light you know it doesn't help you sleep but according to my ring i'm still sleeping just fine just as well yeah you know Don't right after going to sleep sorry that was a moment our child moment she's so cute though <laughs> she's a very good girl she just she's a good dog she's just a smart. little bit antsy and wiry yeah. no she's yeah. actually been really good for having a new person here yes because i've this filled is... her her treat well thing with treats but this is the most quiet she's been <laughs> Like ever, I've been called the dog whisperer before. Oh, oh good! Well, then you can maybe totally that's whisper it. her that's, into submission. We're good with that. Um. <laughs> so yeah, I definitely. Are we? Have so, we been talking for six hours? An, an hour and three minutes. Sorry, I oh, just wow. like kind of waved to the screen and looked at it, and I was like, "Shit, I'm a little bit drunk." I know. I know. accomplished. I don't drink very often, so when I have a little bit, like Do a you couple want some shots, or water? yeah. <laughs> this chugs this is this is the shit we're gonna tag him does he oh, have instagram uh, we're, gonna, uh, we're gonna tag him uh, in this at heavy bourbon okay at heavy at bourbon, heavy bourbon. Nice. very cool I think you wrote it on the bottle dope um we'll, yeah, we'll find it yeah <laughs> right. for sure don't fall out of your stool babe <laughs> i'll tag you guys too <laughs> post the, the video of us chugging fuck yeah <laughs> <laughs> you're kicked off the podcast goodbye you're cut off goodbye listen um <laughs> But so you guys like look at a screen. I'm glad that you you do that because I definitely shame myself for trying to get off and then yeah. not fulfilling you that. Know, I think yeah, but I think uh, I think people as a whole adapt to shit yeah. like that. You know, like oh, you yeah. were saying, I think I say you shouldn't look at, it, but I think if you're used to doing that, like I they used to say you shouldn't watch TV before you go to sleep. But right. man, fuck, I used to like fall asleep to the TV. I like, yeah. used to. Watching TV was the easiest way for me to fall asleep uh, because there was something network. going on. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Turn on a good movie that I've seen a million times. I know I'm going to crash to. Yep. You know, but then I, I wake up and I go, oh shit, I better turn this off. I turn it off and I'm awake. You know, like, so um, I, yeah, I think it, the earth adapts to things. We adapt yeah. to things. I think it's just, uh, that's that's our life now. How many people have cell phones? Everybody, right. Just about, you know. Right. Just, I don't want to get the vaccine because I'll get a chip. But, but, 100%. but I got a cell phone <laughs> right. chip in my pocket. Oh, dude. Let me tell you what. A hundred percent. Yeah. Felt. Oh God. Jesus the Christ. amount of text from my father. I'm just like Listen, Let's talk about cars actually. You don't instead. need to you don't need to tell me what you saw on YouTube. <laughs> so my curse with uh drinking is I'll actually get drunk, but no one can tell. Oh, okay. Including myself. I'm a little bit drunk now. I'm probably pretty drunk right now. Wow. I mean, we have a couch. You know, Your eyes are a little red. <laughs> yeah. so. Do you want something to eat? You want a pillow? <laughs> uh. Yeah, this is pretty good. Yeah, for real. That's that's good Good bourbon. So tell me more about yeah. the uh, your um, pay-per-view fight. Is that going to get rescheduled? Are you going to do it again? How do you get to that? How do you get to that level? Well, that's not really a level. That's really that's kind of the start of it, honestly. Because like, uh, it, uh, Mark Slater runs Coliseum Combat. It's like the biggest organization in Indiana, basically, and he's got his own like, I don't know. It's B two Digital Streaming Service or something, or B two. I don't know. 
I don't know what the company is or the whole thing behind it, but basically, like, um, I think it's like ten bucks or twenty bucks for the pay per view to, to stream it, basically. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm still an amateur, you know, so you kind of just say, "Hey, I'd like to fight," or you tell that your your coach tells them, and and then he finds somebody with a similar record or something like yeah. that, you know, and kind of pairs you together, and you know, so. Anybody from their very first fight on up to their twentieth fight, however many they've got, if they're on that card, you know, it's a pay per view thing, you know. So okay. it's not I mean, it's it's small time, but like it's what everybody Conor McGregor started on cards like that. You know, obviously not in Indiana. Yeah. But 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 you know what I mean, like he started <laughs> on shit like that. So but right. yeah, similar thing, you know, you start from the bottom, starting from the bottom now here. You know, <laughs> that's the same thing. You know, uh, you know what I mean? Like how do you get famous in triathlon? You know, you start out doing the small time shows. Yeah. You know, you become David Goggins. Yeah. That guy's crazy. Have you listened to his book? Yes. It's the only book I've ever read. Is it really? <laughs> oh, I mean, I, no, I've read like one or two other books, but okay. yeah, I, I started, I, I'm really bad at reading and I started reading that and I was like, I can't put it Dude, down. I can't say anything. I listened to it while we were on a plane to California. Yeah. It, it made me want to run up and down the aisles, but I also was like, that's, his life is so, it is wild. it's so, ambitious yeah. as fuck. Brazil, Indiana, I dated a girl for a long time who lived in Brazil. Okay. And we'd go out there to see her family and have to go to church and oh yeah um when he starts don't mind about, our hail saints <laughs> <laughs> we've got an interesting conversation about it uh, maybe another time anyway okay. so um like i'm familiar I'm very familiar with it. i also do business out there now with some grocery stores and some stuff and it just like hearing him talk about it it's like that's so fucking real and it hit it hit home because yeah. i've been there and i've seen the people yeah. and i know those yeah i i had friends that um went to isu yeah so sometimes i'd drive through yeah. there was actually a martial arts studio out there that we trained at because they they knew people that owned the gym out there so we went out there and trained a little bit yeah. i think anytime you do not surround yourself with people of different backgrounds different races different lives different you know whatever you become very afraid mm-hmm. and i think that happens in any town or any yeah. you know state you start to become on the outskirts where nothing has really touched it and you become afraid of the thing that you don't know yeah you know and it's super unfortunate it is incredibly yeah. unfortunate because i mean you know it it pains me to think that he, like so many people are not able to go running in the morning, but then they work a nine to five job. And in the winter in Indiana, how are you supposed to run outside at yeah. six or five? Yeah. Cause I love, I do not, I hate the treadmill. I want you to teach me how to love it. Cause <laughs> I hate it so much, yes. but that's I another just crash course. Well, uh, I'll right. tell you, I'll tell you the secret. Okay. <laughs> is it, is it a donut at the end of the stick? Because I feel like, okay, fine. But, um, you know, it's just, I mean, I'm not, I definitely, as a girl, running, everyone tells me it's very dangerous outside, but I've done it for so long that I've had moments of, of craziness, but I just love it, you know? And, and the fact that you can't do what you love in the place that you live is just deplorable. Sidebar, 
I kind of want someone to try to fuck with you I don't. while you're running. <laughs> I don't know. So you can just destroy them. Well, I mean, dude, had break their arms. Like, She's, she was drunk walking to the bathroom one time at, at uh, one of the like, Twin Peaks. It was Peaks. at Twin Peaks. Twin Peaks. Oh. Fuck with other people, please, God, and thank you. Place. She was walking it's to the, the bathroom. It's the worst place. And, and, and the guy like tried to put his arm on her. She like clenched up and like pushed him off. And then brought him back to the table that was full of like fighters. fighters. And I'm like, are you fucking <laughs> like he? Because okay, because he was like, I want to fight. I was like, oh, do you? And so I brought him back. But that's like a whole. It was oh, dumb. After was that, so once dumb. he realized what he walked in, that like, the, the big pool of sharks that he walked into, he just was like, all right, I'm, never mind. Hey, okay, <laughs> that was a cool idea. She didn't have to say the short motherfucker over there is my husband. No, nope. I literally sat down, crossed my arms and legs, and watched. But, um, but yeah, I mean, his story is interesting, and and. Yeah. There are moments of heartbreak, but they're Jesus Christ! What a triumph! What a crazy yeah. motherfucker! Yeah, like and now he's got a, like a, a probably a best-selling book, and yeah. you know, I mean, uh, do you? So you don't read books? But... <laughs> I, I listen. So in my outside sales job, I'm behind the wheel for like. That's probably why you love seven hours of Joe Rogan. Yes, yes. I I can literally (laughs) listen to every minute of Joe Rogan if I wanted to. I don't. I get burnt out on it. But I listen to you guys a lot. Great. Thank you. By the way, your your year recap uh, podcast with your goals, I fucking love it. It Thank you. Oh, good. Thank you. Yeah, I'm a huge fan. Fanboying right now. (laughs) (laughs) I appreciate that because we don't hear that a lot. Oh, shit. Well, so you do sales, you sit in cars. Like, do you ever have moments Ooh. where you're like, uh, during, you said your schedule is pretty flexible. So do you ever like train between sales or do you stretch or do you like do anything um, no, throughout it's, your day? Do you Cameron Haynes and, and drive, run a marathon a day? <laughs> during lunch? Yeah. I thought about like just putting a backpack on, riding my bike to my customers, like out in Brazil. And oh, yeah. Like, Who's a crazy guy out of bike? I show up in a suit all sweaty. Jesus. Like, I never understood that about people who rode their bike in the city and like they must have a shower or something at their work. Yeah. Because I couldn't. I, I sweat way too much. To do I do that. also, but that's all yeah. right. That's uh, fair. So no, I, I like midday, I don't really get much stuff in other than like I'll get out of the car and touch my toes and try to do some psoas stretching. Yeah, I try to get all like the, at lunch and stuff when I know I don't, I don't accomplish anything at lunch. I try to get if I need to learn anything podcast-wise or try to get more followers on Instagram. <laughs> you know, that's what I try to use my lunch for because I don't yeah. eat at lunch. I fast up until between 2 and 3 o'clock. Did you do intermittent fasting? Yeah. I do that every day. So, like, I'm just sitting at my desk. I have a desk that I'm never at. So, I just sit there and I'm, like, on the internet. You know, instead of mindlessly scrolling, I'm trying to, like, learn engage yeah. and get followers or I'm trying to learn stuff. So, like, yeah, I, I'm with you. I can't. There's nothing I can do fitness-wise. And usually I don't want to because I train so much. I, I, I decided that I'm, like, well, I'm not going to get up in the morning. So, I just need to do it all at once. Yeah. and. It's, it's it's life changes. Everything's got to be flexible, and when yeah. you get it in, you get it in. You got to figure out how you can do it every day. So my secret to running on the treadmill. All right, let's hear and it. I'm sure you guys have felt this. You get addicted once you start seeing gains. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, right. Okay. So the first month, probably first three weeks, you gotta just have a fucking mind of cement. Like okay. this is it's it's in there. This is where I'm gonna get up. This is where I'm gonna do it. And then once you start seeing the gains and so for me, this year was um, getting my heart rate 
down and my pace higher. Okay. Um, so for me, I stay under a 147 heart rate beats okay. per minute. Okay. Um, so I started running in, and there's zones. There's different zones. Zones one, two, three, four, five. Zone five is pretty much all out. Zone one is right now, like conversation. You can be walking. That's zone one. Zone two is just slightly above that. So running fucking slow. I would get on the treadmills in the morning, 12, 12 minute miles, you know, 11, 30 minute miles, which is like five Basically miles. just right. Basically a walking. brisk walk. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And not a shameless plug, but a shameless plug. I'm the fucking Clydesdale national champion of oh, 2018. Okay. And I'm waking up at six in the morning to run an 1130 pace okay okay it's so hard it's so hard to do so hard to wrap your head around so i did it for two months three months and then all of a sudden i'm keeping the same heart rate but i'm going from 11 minute pace to 10 30 from 10 30 to 10 that's a big deal 9 30 and it's moving up yeah and that's a pretty big jumps considering i mean if you're going slow but then running those are yeah. fairly big jumps you know if i cut 30 seconds off my pace i'm like fuck yes well, 30, I must seconds, have did 30 seconds today. is a big deal yeah, yeah but it takes time is the yeah hard it takes months and my favorite story of the situation is my brother we did a, a 5k race out of my garage uh, for thanksgiving and he was like dude i'm gonna kick your ass so my brother has been racing for like two or three years you know we have very similar upbringing or we watched my dad race we did 5k's i was like you have similar upbringing you are the brothers right (laughs) like your brothers okay similar upbringing (laughs) we have the same parents so we signed up for this race and it it was actually it was the um, drumstick dash that typically happens oh okay is it up in fishers the one that you did or did you do downtown it's normally the broader one but it was virtual this year because of COVID. Uh, so we did it from my garage and we're a half a mile from the monon so it was like warm-up jog to the monon up the monon down the monon 4.6 miles yep as fast as you can. I love that you're talking about that because that is my whole heart right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, we run it all the time. But um, it all lets you know when we do our group runs. So yeah, she, um, she would love dude, that. Please, I, I'll really go would. just because, yeah. you know, if it's with people, it's not so bad. Jelly rollerblades all the time with us. Does yeah. she really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to so, have to hit her up because that's my next thing I want to do. Yeah. We're at, really yeah. <laughs> so, so my brother's like, dude, I'm going to kick your ass in this race. Like, no 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 challenge at all i was like why why are you saying that he's like because i see all of your workouts so my workouts post to strava strava is like the facebook of exercising where it just posts like your workouts it shows like how far you've run the map of where you ran your pace your heart rate there's an exercise facebook (laughs) i know it's like holy shit how do we not shout out to strava because i never heard of this before yeah (laughs) (laughs) it's outrageous but so so he sees all my workouts and he's like, dude, you're running 1130s. You're running 10 minute miles. Like, I'm oh, going to kick your ass. I'm he like, just said, eat shit. I'm, I'm going <laughs> to. So I'm like, all right. You want to make the wager? Now, he's smart he, enough to say no. Is he younger or older? Brother? Older. He's okay, older, okay. older by just a little bit less than you. Okay. Okay. Um, and so I was actually going to push. I was pushing my fiance's friend's son in a stroller. He's like, dude, I'm totally <laughs> You're pushing a stroller and you're running 1130s. Yeah. I got it. Okay. All right, man. Let's wager. Smart enough to say no. Let's go run. And fucking kicked his ass. And, <laughs> and there's just there's only an O2. I mean, he's a good athlete. He's you know trains really hard. But the O2 me running slow, slowing down to go faster because um, I built this massive aerobic system. And you build muscle running slow, just as you would running fast. 
and my form corrected itself and so we went out and I beat his ass. <laughs> I, so I definitely feel like I run differently on the treadmill than I do outside. Yeah. Do you run differently? Yeah. It's going to be different just because the ground's moving. Okay. Uh, don't think too much into it. I mean, you're, okay. you're going to I just feel like I have more injuries when I'm on the treadmill and I don't know if it's because I feel like I have to condense my stride or my arms or what. But then the other question I had was... Um, because you're running on the treadmill, do you find that anything hurts worse, less, you know what I mean? More or less, I mean, um, versus when you're outside. So I guess I just love the outside so much that I feel like, I feel freer. I feel yeah. like I can move more. Whereas, you know, I don't know. Do you have that issue or no? So, um, technically, I guess by science and figures. <laughs> I have nothing to back this with science except for my yeah. bitching. Science, science, bitch. Science. Um, you should get injured less on a treadmill because okay. it's more. There's no bumps. It gives. I mean, if okay. you're running on concrete, okay. it's a hard surface. Okay. Um, if you're on the treadmill, it you know it has some bounce. It has some okay. give to it. Um, when you are running outside, you know those crushed gravel paths along the Monon. Yes, I run on those quite yes, often. You should. Yes. Okay. Because good. you get it, it doesn't seem like it, but you get a little more give way. Um, okay. And it's easier okay. on your bones and joints and ligaments. I don't feel like I can run as fast because your your push off, your spring off feels like it's like slipping just a little bit. Uh, but I think I get into my head a lot. Yeah. Um I've started to run without music. Which is a whole nother ballgame. Sociopath. It's more like... <laughs> I, I, th- I lift weights with no music. I lift weights with podcasts. I saw you post today, yeah. yeah. So. Podcasts are no music. You're yeah. yeah. But I, I do too. I listen. Crazy. I lift. I've been lifting heavier. And I lift to a podcast that I really like called um, Last Podcast on the Left that talks about serial killers. And I'm like, fuck yeah. Like... All right, let's do this. It's, you hear but, about people killing each other in, in crazy, <laughs> crazy fashions. You want to get strong to prevent that, absolutely. You know? yeah. Or you want to run faster to get away. From exactly. <laughs> Actually, that's how that's how I got into running. Is one day I was like, my goal for this year is going to be run a marathon, and my first app that I ran with was Zombie Run because I fucking I loved The Walking Dead, and that was really cool because when you listen to it in your headphones, you are basically a runner, is what it is, and uh-huh. you your job is to go and either run and save people or run supplies to different things. And the way that they got you to sprint and do like the fart leg or the hit workout or whatever was they would push zombies in your ears. And you would hear the person back at base being like, uh-huh. there's zombies in your, there's zombies behind you. You need to run. You need to run fast. And you're like, fuck. So I'm running down fissures like on the side of the road, like looking behind me terrified. Let's be real. <laughs> if there was a zombie outbreak, they wouldn't be in fissures. I mean, they might be. They might be. So it was More just, like Southport. Right, right. It was really fun. And it definitely, I mean, it, I love that so my adrenaline was through the roof as soon as I could hear them but that really got me into running and then I started learning you know pace and and kind of falling in love with it and yeah I'm glad that you are because a lot of people who I train with are like fuck running lift weights and I'm like I you guess just lift okay so faster. it was a lot of fun during my three months at uh Naptown BJJ uh, I I could go all day yeah. Right. Like I would show up, we do the drills. I would show up, I do boxing, 
I would do jujitsu and then stay for open mat. And it's not just like boxing learning technique. Like when he was doing it with board, it was literally just hitting pads, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, jump rope. You get like six minutes of jump rope yep. and then you're hitting, hitting, hit hitting. And people would be like, at, at, it was always my goal to be the last white belt sitting in the gym or rolling in the gym. Okay. And I would get there. And and it was always fun because like, fuck, I can't remember the guy's names, but I would, I would, continue to go and they'd be like really i'm like let's go yeah. really let's go really let's because i have this massive road pace. and i knew that i wasn't any fucking good like i wasn't joking out or anything. but you still but, did you still when they did, did yeah. the thing and um one of the guys was like dude teach me how to get to the end like how do i how do i make it how do i keep going like what, what's going on how do you do that I'm like, show me the way fucking run run slow Go out and run fucking slow. That's if there's anything I learned out of this podcast. I literally was just about to say that. I was like, if there's anything slow, I learned, I'm so excited because I I definitely have missed running. It gets cold. I don't yeah. want to do it, and I will I will do that. So I, 180 minus your age. Okay. Is your max heart rate? Is that just, how you like? To you're keep making me want to buy a heart something like a watch or something to go with that. <laughs> I have an Android, so I need to research yeah. what I need to do. But I, I was looking at those whoop straps. I'm I like, like the ring. I, I kind of like ring the ring. Really ring too. Too. It doesn't. It doesn't do like I can't go run and monitor my heart rate. It just tells me like after the fact. Uh, like after okay. I sleep, it tells me. But um, I mean, you get a heart rate strap for. It might be kind of smooth. 40, 50, 60 bucks. I was like, I used to get the Garner heart rate straps and they were right okay. around 65. Yeah. I got the Apple Watch Apple one. Watch. Yeah. Well, I got this because I was like, fuck it. I'm just going to like do the $300, $400 one. Mm-hmm. And that way, because it felt like every year I was getting a new Garner heart rate monitor. And I thought it was just because I was like sweating profusely and it was like getting gross or. I don't know, but this has lasted me for quite a long time. Yeah. That's me knocking on wood. Jesus Christ. I cried when I got it, but it's fine. Yeah, it um, fantastic. <laughs> but it it helps me monitor at least enough that... Yeah. yeah. So the, the actual ones that read off your wrist aren't great for running because all the... Don't tell All me the that. jarring. Yeah. Okay. So... So what's it like to get hit in the face and then have to continue to be athletic? <laughs> you want us to show you? Can show you <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> the biggest thing with that is like some people swear by not sparring for fights. Max Holloway's last fight, he didn't spar at all. and He, he looked the greatest he's ever looked. Really? But for me, I have to see the punches coming in my face. I have to... And, and you got to know what it's like to get hit or else you don't know what it's like to get hit. Like yeah. you don't know how you're going to react. You know, so... It's just a matter of, you know, you do your best not to get hit, but if you, if you join a combat sport, you're going to get hit. Yeah. That's just the way it is. Yeah. You know, I don't want to get choked out in jiu Well, guess what, motherfucker? You're brand new. You're going to get choked out, you know? So it's just, it's one of those things where you got to just like, you got to accept it. And eventually like you get used to it. You get used to pain. Yeah. You get used to shit going on, you know, like, you know, when you're running, you know, the first mile you ever did probably sucked. You just get used to that suck, you know? <laughs> Embrace the suck, you know what I mean? So it's kind of the same deal. That is what she said. Actually, that's what he said. Is it? <laughs> Embrace it. Um, Either or. Yeah. So, like in running, it's run slow so you can eventually run faster. You get hit slow. Well, you... you, you yes, yes and no. Because no. yeah. you do drilling and stuff too uh-huh. where you say, okay... I'm going to jab at your face and you are going to parry. 
you know, jabbing directly at your face. You know it's coming. So, you, you know what I mean? So, you, you, feel you, you do drills like that to yeah. learn how to block and to learn how to move your head and do different things like that. So, it's like, yes and no. I think, too, you have to understand that, like, running slow and getting hit slow are different in that you're yeah. running and you're not jostling a vital part, a vital right. organ in your body. Whereas if you're getting hit a lot, you know, that there are only so many times you can get hit. Yeah. And, and so I think... Right. And so I think definitely, you know, like sparring, doing shadow boxing and stuff like that really helps. I can't be a testament to how good my eyes are because I'm not great. Um, Neither am I. But I just. I've been doing it almost twice, over twice as long. But I definitely, I mean, I will say there is a huge difference. As I'm sure you would say, there's a difference between practice and race day. Yeah. yeah. You know, it, there's a huge difference between sparring in the gym and going to your first sparring. You know, Muay Thai in, yeah, sparring in the gym, you might look like a world beater because you're not going a hundred percent. You're not trying to kill your training partners when you're when you're in a fight. You are until the ref pulls you off of them. You know what I mean? Like you're you're doing whatever you got to do. So that's something that yeah. I had to learn really fast. Is that um, you know, when the fire that comes, you are done. You are cut off. <laughs> Goodbye. Have some of the seltzer water. Jesus Christ. Whew. Get your shit together, man. Uh, I definitely had to learn <laughs> how Look to... at that snow. No, you're here forever. We have now adopted <laughs> you. It's fine. Okay. Our, our couch is Jelly good. can come back here. We've got, got water for um, you. But yeah, I mean, it's definitely a, something that you have to learn. I don't necessarily think that you're getting hit so you're definitely getting your eyes ready you know yeah. i think one of my favorite things that we do at top level is okay hands only or you know kicks only and then learning yeah. how to see those things and then learning how to incorporate kind them of together. yeah realizing okay i'm only i've only have to worry about one weapon right now yeah you know, which yeah. can be really great and for me it's very frustrating I mean, I'm only three and a half years in, but anytime someone's like, okay, we're just boxing, I genuinely apologize first because I am so used to setting up my kicks with punches that inevitably if I start to get nervous at all, I will throw a kick and I will have to then apologize to, to my <laughs> boxing friends. Whoops. Sorry so, I broke your knee. <laughs> right. Or just like, sorry, I, I, you did not see that. I am so sorry. Um, you know, and, and two, it's, it's very different. I've learned very fast is is as you I'm sure you have learned is you know running is different than biking and yeah. boxing is different than Muay Thai like it's just a different it, it looks very similar to people who are untrained but it is very it's different the stances are different yeah. yes you're using hands but you're, with you know Muay Thai you're using hands and legs and for me it's been really and it's been a struggle to try and incorporate the lessons that I've learned from both the stance is different, cutting angles is different, and I'm having a hard time with it, but challenges, so, you yeah. know, but. That's what's so cool about mixed martial arts is, like, you bring in this massive fucking world of it is different styles it is and techniques yeah. all into one, and I, then you put it literally a fucking arrowhead, and you're like, absolutely. these two dudes are going well, That's I think they, they kind of commentated <laughs> on that last fight or the last um, card that I watched is they don't – people who watch it don't understand 
what a mental game it is versus just a physical. I mean, you can go out there and look as good as you want. You know, you can have the best tattoos. You can be cut as fuck. But, <laughs> but you know. Up, best tattoo. <laughs> your tattoos are great. Thank you. Uh but, you know, if, if you don't have that mental capacity, you know, it's like a 4D chess kind of situation. If you don't have that, it, it shows very yeah. fast. And yeah. so I think that's interesting. Do, what kind of bike do you ride, by the way? Track. Okay. A track speed concept. Do you ride through the city at all? No. Okay. Do you, no. do you fear that at all? Um, so I do a lot of my training on the trainer in my garage. Oh, okay. In front of, so there, there's a, a, a software, it's called Zwift, and it's pretty much like GTA for us cycling. So cycling you get boards. to go and like fucking hookers. get hookers and shit and like. I wish. Yeah. No. <laughs> you're it's like, just like. You're like in spandex and you're like, come here, bitch. <laughs> yeah. 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 Kick her out. Take her bike. Take her bike shoes. It's like an interactive world where you ride virtually. So the trainer says, it's my bike, and there's a device on my wheel that lifts the wheel up okay. and has a flywheel on the wheel. Yeah. And that translates to a computer. Okay, so it's your personal bike that you're using okay. in the race. Yep. Okay, cool. Yep. Um, so I can ride with my buddies virtually. Oh, as okay. avatars. That's fun. Cool. So tomorrow morning at eight, we've got a group ride. Oh shit! All these nerds. You uh, have to be to bed in like fifteen minutes. Oh, what are you it's doing? Fine. No, this to is us. way better than riding tomorrow. <laughs> if I've got to miss the ride tomorrow, I'm have way more fun. <laughs> You'll just point to this podcast and be like, "Yo, I just got <laughs> sloshed with these fucking badass people." Um, that's cool because I always just do. So I used to do like, um, I love swimming. Uh, I'm not a swimmer, but I do okay. And my daughter swam competitively when she was really younger or really little, but I got tired of giving up my Saturdays and she just ended up growing out of it. But we have been going together to the Y and I do the spin. So definitely triathloning has been something that I'm like, maybe I just want to try it. I think we're going to run together sometime. When it gets <laughs> you and I or you All and All of John. us. We're okay. going to okay. run. Yeah. You um, guys come to our group runs. Or fuck yeah, dude. Family. Absolutely. I'm always looking point, right, when right. it's with people. Oh yeah, when it's with Brewery? people, it's fun. Fuck yeah, and it's when it's nice out. You know, it's cool to see the city and explore and like. And I just like, I don't know, like if I'm gonna add extra things into my day, usually it's like, usually it's extra fitness things or yeah. something. Oh, you yeah. know, so usually like, if I'm like, if you want to go on vacation, I have to be like, let's go to this gym. Or like I go, I was like, I have this really cool run that I want to do. And it was through the Crown Hill Cemetery. And that was neat. That was really cool. But um, Super cool. But yeah, I have, like I don't really ride my bike, but I do the bike at the Y, Mm -hmm. which is just like the speed. We go to the same Y. We do. We have. (laughs) So I'm just like the crazy person who throws on like the new Apple Fitness Plus with Uh the trainers. And I'm like, yes, let's do this shit. But but cool, I like that. Do you want that. me to teach you guys how to swim? Yeah, I'm let's, actually let's do it. properly. I'm sure I, I know how to swim. It's just I haven't swam, swam in so long, and I yeah. I know basics. Like I said, I love. I'm a bad motherfucker training. with a doggy paddle. <laughs> I like cross training <laughs> swimming with um, boxing because I think it's just such yeah. a cardio I mean, thing in your arms. Swimming is this. such cardio, oh, and Jesus. it'll just improve your endurance. For yes. I agree. I usually, lately I've been doing, um, I'll go down and back and I'll just do legs and then I'll go down and back and just do arms and then I'll go down and back with arms and legs and then just like freestyle shit. But 
But yeah, I really like it. That's so cool. So do you train at the Y ever in the swim? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Usually Monday nights and Friday nights. Okay, like I'll look for you. Five, I'll stalk you and be like, hey. <laughs> hey, guy. And I usually hey, sit in the sauna, which reminds me of uh, sauna BJJ Naptown. Oh, yes. Because it's the same temperature. Well, <laughs> you know what? We actually have a sauna now, so come back and sit with us. New one here? We built at, it. Yep, at, at Naptown. Naptown. Oh, at Naptown. Now. No shit. Yep. Oh. We did build it. So I had this whole like theory in my head that the reason it was so hot in there was because it lubricates your tendons and yes. makes them warm, so they stretch and nobody like. Let me tell you something. Or... Bored who eats chips and queso, M and M's, and Mountain Dew. Just fucking Mountain Dew. Would never be like, you know what I'm gonna do to my gym is put put heat on these gentlemen and ladies so that they can be. No, he's like, fucking Brazil. Welcome to it, <laughs> and that's it. So. so, yeah, I, we're over an hour and a half. Okay, so right, we we will have to, we're going to have you back on because well, this is yeah. absolutely tune we've in. One, one, one more question. Oh. I, I have actually have a notebook that I wrote questions I also for. did too. Or I did too, but. Let me I, make sure I got to all of them. <laughs> How did you meet? There was only three. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, number one was how did you meet? Number three was why the fuck so hot? Why are we uh, so hot? <laughs> oh, uh, I was like, why are we so hot? It's just, you know, jeans. It's fine. The yeah. third question, if you guys were in WWE. Oh, yes. I've been thinking about this. It used Continue. to be WWF. Right? It sure yeah. did, because I have a panda shirt that says WWF. Yeah. And it used to be Dropping similar to, Fuck yeah. you know, World Wildlife Federation, but it's no longer. What would your walkout song be? Oh, go. Oh, shit. <laughs> so every time I've walked out to an MMA fight, I've always walked out to something different, and like I've, it had to be something funny and high energy because I don't I don't care about like, it doesn't have to be super serious. Like one time yeah. I walked out to Taylor Swift, shake it off, <laughs> and um, I'm hilarious. Okay. Um, anyway, <laughs> so your opponent was like, "What the fuck?" So it definitely things like that. It had to be something high energy, high fun. You know, I don't care. I literally have. What pink- would your character be though? I really like the Hardy Boys, the High Flyers. They were great. I got this. No problem. So I'm 4'11", and I feel like I would have to walk out to a remix of, like, the Munchkinland song from Wizard of Oz. (laughs) And I would come out, like, dressed like one of the Munchkins and fucking kill everyone. And I would just, that's, that would be my thing as, like, the Munchkin. And, like, my um, finishing move would be, like, something, uh, you know, like a knee biter, an ankle biter, (laughs) something like that. So that's how I feel like I, I already, as a theater person, I'm surprised that I haven't gotten more into WWE, but with Ben Kissel, who I really, really love, he talks about it constantly, and I feel like I just, I need to get into the, into it. So that'll be our next podcast. We can Fuck talk to yeah, you we will talk. <laughs> I already know our next, next week, WWE style. Hell yeah. <laughs> what, are, what are our walkout songs? Our finishing moves? I'm going to wear moves? my WWE outfit. Fuck. Yes. <laughs> Jesus Christ. But I would have to be like a Latina, like luchador munchkin. That's that's fair. All right. Munchkino <laughs> or something. All right. So stay tuned for that next episode. Yes, thank you guys Dude, for it was so awesome on. to have this you on. Yeah. Thank you so super much. fucking cool. This is a lot of fun. I, I'm glad Good you made us. it out. Oh, yeah. Thank the, you for the rum. The 2021 the winter bourbon, storm. Sorry. Finally here. Uh, yes. Jesus. All nice. right. Shout out to Chugs. Thank Shout you. Shout out to Chugs. Yes. <laughs> Get my boy lit. All right. Good night, everybody. Peace. Bye.
What's up, everybody? Just wanted to fill you in on our latest affiliate, Life Boost Coffee. It's 100% chemical-free, non-GMO, shade-grown, fairly traded, and single origin. Super healthy coffee. Won't leave your fat belly feeling all groggy and bleh after drinking coffee in the morning. And it's super delicious. If you guys want to save 30% at checkout, use offer code or coupon code or whatever the hell you want to call it, unmasked at checkout, and you'll save 30%. What a deal, right? Great coffee, great people. Swear by them. Also, just um, another plug, um, we do have merch. I've mentioned this a couple times before. I just want to throw it back out there. If you guys want to rep our t-shirts or or some coffee mugs or something, we just want to get our name out there more. So if you want to give us a check out, it's www.unmaskedpodcast.net backslash shop. That's unmaskedpodcast.net backslash shop. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Peace.